0: You can find them at megavoice.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes. And I would encourage you to just check that out and see if maybe that's a fit for your giving. There's no compensation here or anything like that. I just wanted to highlight them. And with that, I'll get you back into the regular program. This is the Engaging Missions Show, Episode 255, Bonus. This was recorded live on Facebook, and I wanted to release it also to you as a podcast. This is not our regularly scheduled show, which will be back next week. We'll be talking with Bevan Ginder. But in this one, I have a resource for you that'll, I think it'll make you think. And also we heard from Scott McClellan about the leadership journey of William Carey, how that's impacted his life, and also a way that you can help shape the content of an upcoming book on leadership. This is the first one of these that I've done like this and released as a podcast. And I'd like to hear from you whether or not you like this, whether or not you find it valuable. You can send your feedback to feedback at engagingmissions.com. And with that, we're going to transition right to our time on Facebook Live this episode. Today we're going to be joined by Scott McClelland. I'll introduce him in just a second. We are going to be talking primarily about William Carey and his influence in leadership and how that's uh, impacted Scott's life. But before we do that, I just want to say for those of you who are joining us live, welcome. It's great to have you here. If you have any comments, you can definitely leave those in the comments section. And of course, because we're driven by love and all that stuff, likes and hearts and shares and all that stuff would be great. Uh, Just kidding. But we would love to have those, especially if you have a question or a comment that you think is relevant to the conversation. I would encourage you to put that in the comments so that we can make that part of our discussion, because with you here interacting with us, we think this is going to be better than if it was just he and me. And then just to let you know, the plan is for us to publish this in the next week or so as a bonus episode of the Engaging Missions show. So you might be here for our first ever live taping of the Engaging Missions show on Facebook. Before we get started, I did want to take a minute just to acknowledge the reality that there was a bombing today. Uh, we're recording this the night of Easter, and there was a bombing today in Sri Lanka. And I just want to acknowledge that because our brothers and sisters right now, I would say that they do need our prayers. And it, it can be easy for me to sitting here relatively safe to try to tell people how to think or how to feel about this. And I, I don't want to do that. The only the only thing is I was thinking about that this today that I want to remind myself and remind us is that the word says that precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And so if you're in a place right now you're where you're wondering if God does care or if God noticed this. The word says that he does and we can take faith in that. One other thing that I wanted to do before we introduce Scott is share an article. And I'm going to drop the the link into the the comments and it'll be in the show notes as well. For some conversation because uh it was Kristen sent this to me on facebook and it's a it's an article from the recent frontier missions magazine it's available online i've just dropped a link in the in the comments and there were a couple of articles in there specifically that i thought would be relevant for the church especially church leaders who are thinking about growth and who are thinking about discipleship and multiplication And it asked a couple of hard questions. And one of the questions that it asked that I kind of struggled with, and I want to kind of give this to you as a point of consideration, is the question, how do you inoculate someone against a disease, against a virus? You do that by giving them a weakened form of the virus. And he asked the same question, how do we inoculate a culture against Christianity? And the question I would ask you is, first... If you think about your church or the people that you're connected with, is there some level of inoculation going on with the people around you, perhaps in your life or perhaps in people that you know? And if that's the case, I'd just like to offer also the encouragement that if God is bringing this to light in my life and in our lives, then I believe that he has a desire to correct that and he is able to do that kind of stuff. So I would just encourage you, take a look at the article, see what you think about it. If you have any comments about that, please feel free to leave those. Now we're going to be joined on Skype by Scott McClelland. He is the founder or the co-founder of FX Missions. He's the host of the Leadership Moment podcast, as well as From the Forefront. He's a businessman and a missions leader, and he's now working on a book on leadership. And he's joining us to talk about the leadership of William Carey and how that's impacted his life. So Scott, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks a lot, Brian. Appreciate you having me on. And it's uh, good to be here again with you and kind of in this new format. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're you're welcome. And it's great to have you. I think this is probably the fourth or fifth time you've appeared on the show in some form, <laughs> other than the segments that you did for a while. So it's great to connect yeah, with you. Yeah. As, as I think about William Carey, I guess the first question I would have is, why did William Carey come to mind when you thought about profiling leaders?
1: You know, when I think about leadership, I think about folks who kind of were initiators or maybe the people who did something for the first time or, or, you know, for the first time in a long time. So William Carey is certainly that kind of person. I didn't, no one ever told me, hey, you know, check out William Carey. I wish they had, you know, because I, it took me a long time to find out about him. So I thought he's an interesting uh, guy from from a mission standpoint. I think there's a lot instructive about his life as well.
0: That's that's cool. So, as you think about his life, what is instructive to you from a leadership perspective?
1: <laughs> well, there, there's this is we got a timeline on this show. Yes, <laughs> I, I won't do. go too long. I, I think it, he's kind of an unlikely character, um, if you will. Uh, just a little bit about his background, you know. In a lot of ways, I think he's referred to as the father. of, of modern missions, but it's kind of probably was super unlikely that he would be characterized that way. You know, he was born in rural England in the 1700s. His folks were weavers; they were tradesmen. They they were uh, simple folk. You know, he was born uh, born to them. He was an inquisitive young guy, and 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 had a lot of uh capacity in the languages side. So he had some stuff on board that the Lord had put inside of him, but he was kind of an unlikely character. At 14 he was apprenticed as a you know to a shoemaker, hmm. so he he started out making shoes or or working for a guy who made shoes. Interestingly, he at 14 and during that time as he was apprenticed, he was he taught himself Greek. So we start to see some little glimmers of Light there in in this guy, but uh he's just so unlikely to me because he was born into the Church of England, a very institutionalized structure at the time. It was pretty unlikely he was going to do much, <laughs> besides wow. be a good parishioner, you know, of course, he did more than that. It's just fascinating to me that not only did he do some things that were never done before him, maybe never done since in the same way, he just doesn't seem to be contained by his surroundings well. And I hope for myself that I, when he and I sit down in the kingdom of heaven, I get to ask him, hey, how did I do compared to not not obeying (laughs) my uh, surroundings? Well, I, I hope I can be like him in that way.
0: Do you see any parallels between your life and his?
1: (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I don't have the, I don't have the aptitude for languages that he had. And I I think he was a really, really smart guy. One of the things that happened early on to him, I think, and this would be maybe some parallel when he was what apprenticed to this, uh, shoemaker and became a shoemaker or, or trainee or whatever he came in contact for the first time with a guy who was a dissenter. I don't know if you know the what I mean when I say dissenter, but, but go, uh go ahead it's and basically explain it. dissenter in this context would be someone who didn't who dissented against the Church of England, which was the state church of the time in his in his world. So the church for the church, the Church of England was the church, and he he came in contact with a guy who had some different beliefs, was another apprentice. And so he was stirred by this guy and went in kind of a different direction from his progenitors, from those who who had fathered him. And so he took a big turn as a young man. He got married early. I have that in common. Uh, You know, he got baptized and committed as a believer now this was rebaptized not an infant baptism or whatever was going on in the church of england at the time and he got really serious about his faith at the age of 22 so we have some things in common i was getting serious about my faith in my late teens so hmm. got kind of an early start there but uh, he he did some crazy stuff i mean no one there was no mission societies like we have now all around us, really. There was nothing like that in his day, and he founded the Baptist Missionary Society. I think they call it a uh, something else now, but it's still around. And he founded that right after he wrote a missionary manifesto, which has a very long title. But you can get you you want to find out about William Carey in general. You can, I think, there's a, a good bit of him on Wikipedia, and mm-hmm. I've also listened to and and read some stuff about his life really interesting guy because he stepped out and created a context that didn't exist. What kind of courage did that take? You know? Yeah. I applaud that for sure.
0: You're looking also for something back from the people who have joined us, either joined us live or who are listening later. And Uh can you share with us what you're working on and what we can do to, to help be part of that?
1: Thank you for having me on and thank you for you know, creating this context, we're working on uh, a project uh, on profiles in leadership and just trying to get a feel for who is it that, you know, has inspired you, who maybe has challenged you in the area of, of leadership? Who is it that You encountered as a leader or you learned about their life and you said, wow, you know, that was meaningful, impactful and was instructive to to your own life. I'm trying to get those kind of examples, both from the Old Testament and the New Testament captive audiences, obviously, and also from history. I'm trying to get some feedback because we're working on this project for Profiles in Leadership, I want to know who inspires who and why. So you don't have to write a book on it or even a chapter or even anything lengthy, but i just like to capture some feedback about a leader or leaders in your life, even living now in history, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, who inspired you? What was inspiring about them? How did it impact your life? That's what I'm looking for.
0: Okay. And if people want to provide that feedback to you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: We're kind of out there on the social media channels. Probably the easiest way would be by email, LM, as in leadership moment, LM at fxmissions.com. Also, we're fxmissions.com on Facebook or a lot of these other venues uh, for uh, social media. But yeah, we'd love to get an email or get a message from you about who inspired you who who is currently inspiring you who's challenging you who's making you reconsider your courage
0: yeah and so I, I just dropped that email address there in the comments it'll be in the show notes okay, cool. as well so if, if you, you have a leader that you'd like for Scott to consider as a profile for leadership I'd encourage you to take a minute to shoot that that's LM at FXmissions.com Scott anything yes.
1: else before we sign off? Well, thanks again for having me here. If you don't know about William Carey, I I really recommend that you dig into him. He, He translated the Bible into a whole bunch of languages. He spent really the remainder of his life in India as a missionary and where there was no paved road. It was totally out there in the wild getting it done. He's a very, very encouraging character and thanks for giving me a chance to uh, to talk a little bit about William Carey. Thanks a lot for all your efforts, Brian, as always. Appreciate it.
0: Sure thing. And thank you. For, for those of you that have joined us and those that will be watching or listening in the future, I, I'd just like to ask one more thing. Uh, definitely go ahead and reach out to Scott. But one more thing I'd like to ask of you, and that's, you know, we're trying this out as an experiment. It's something that I wanted to try to see if it, it resonated with you, if it adds you value. I would like to hear from you whether or not you like this kind of thing. If you want these, some of these shorter episodes every once in a while talking about resources or something that maybe doesn't get a full episode... I'd like a little bit of feedback from you about whether or not that makes sense to you. If you like the live format or not, uh, if you could send that to feedback at engagingmissions.com or just hit me up on social media, I'd, I'd say a huge thank you for that. Huge thanks to Scott for joining us and for anybody that happened to join us live or will be listening in the future. It's great to have you here. So long and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again to Scott McClellan for joining us. And also just want to mention, next week we will be hearing from Bevan Ginder great conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy that and find it really valuable. If you haven't already subscribed to the show, engagingmissions.com is the place to do that, as well as to go to find any places to connect on social media or to find a way to contact me. All of that is at engagingmissions.com. Really look forward to getting Bevan Ginders out to you, and I think you're going to enjoy that. And I look forward to hearing more from you, especially about whether or not you enjoyed this kind of thing. You can send that to feedback at engagingmissions.com dot com.